Hurst Brothers. Hurst Brothers. Somebody say Hurst. Juicy music coming your way. Adding this new music in your DM daily. Me them Hurst Brothers. New music review. 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 What's up, everybody? We're the Hearst Brothers. <laughs> Good little giggle from the intro, always. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 13. We're chugging along here. Ooh. <laughs> making our way down Broadway. Making our way downtown. Talking fast. Yeah, all that good stuff. <laughs> is it talking or walking fast? <laughs> I don't know. Talking fast in our cases, I guess. Um, anyways, for the talking for fast. the listeners, today we've got a stellar lineup of songs, which, of course, we haven't listened to before, uh, but they are all set up with an indie chill kind of vibe. So we're going to oh. sit back, chillax, grab a drink, you know, do whatever chills you out. Slow it down. Slow it down. Take it maybe in. they're slow, maybe they're fast. I don't know. But it's going to be some sort of chill type of music. We'll find out. Uh, yeah. So let's hit it off with a, a bit of an intro here. I am sitting in, in my basement, reminiscing, of course, as always. <laughs> as, <laughs> as usual. usual. Not much has changed uh, thanks to quarantine life. But um, just remembering some some of the awesome shit that we've done and i know we've showed footage and videos and we've got our youtube channel up and running now uh with some of the cool shit that we've done but i am uh, mm-hmm. thinking back to some of those times where we've done numerous activities in one day just a super productive day <laughs> there's nothing like it action action packed i mean productivity is great like when you have a great day where you're like i fucking cleaned the whole house i went out and got groceries i did all sorts of shit like then you kind of sit back and feel like accomplished <laughs> put your red velvet robe on and your cigar and <laughs> puff away put on the fireplace no i know there is there is truly nothing like just crushing a day yeah. and then looking back and being like, wow, whether it's like work, school, just knowing you really, you gave, like you put in a hundred percent, you got 120% out of yeah. it and you look back and it's like, for sure. what a day, what a day for the books. Yeah. And then you can take the next day and just live off of that accomplishment and just sit on the couch and eat Cheetos and watch TV and be like, I had a fucking great day yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I can do whatever I want today. <laughs> it happens. Oh, Cheetos are terrible. They are terrible. I, I mean, if you're a Cheeto lover, I'm sorry, but we've, uh, I guess when you're kids, you like them. And then, I don't know, we had, had Cheetos maybe in the summer or something, and I was thoroughly <laughs> disappointed. I like how they they're they're like they come out with their puffy version and they're like, all right, we're not getting the marketing we need. So they just dehydrate them and shrivel them <laughs> yeah. up and sell the same thing. <laughs> it's like, no, these things suck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's oh, I, I mean next sorry, Gino's. next to pretzels, those are my least favorite thing mm. in party mix. Unless it's a warm pretzel. Oh, like that's a different like story. Baked pretzels with some that's salt a and a little bit of butter. <laughs> yeah, that's like a bagel, basically. Those are delicious. Yeah, I could eat one yeah, of those. Of course, of course. But if you get a whole bowl, no of, hard pretzels, whole bowl of party mix. I'm picking out the Ringolos and those other chips first, <laughs> <laughs> and then the Cheetos, <laughs> and then usually you just end up with a bowl full of pretzels. Yeah, bowl full of pretzels. You tried to feed the dog. He doesn't eat them. <laughs> he doesn't want them either. Yeah, but um, 
no, back to productive days. I, I, I just love it. And I was looking at some footage and I was remembering that one day, I don't know when it was, a couple of years ago, but we went to Tofino to visit our, our family out there and did something that I think you can really only do in a few areas of the world. But essentially, we snowboarded in the morning and surfed in the evening. Yeah. Wow. Um, I honestly think there's not many like Australia. You could probably New do it. Tofino, you could do it. So we uh, on, on Vancouver Island, Mount Washington. Yeah. Super underrated. They have, I think it's like per, per annual per capita, whatever they call it. The most amount of snowfall in the world for, for a ski slope which is unbelievable. Yeah, I do kind of remember hearing some sort of stat like that. It's not by any means like a famous ski and snowboard destination, but I do remember hearing that they have like an absurd amount of snow. Yeah. Well, I think it's on the it's on the island, so it's it's a pain to get to. Yeah. And you're like, why would I go to the island when Whistler, Black Cove, yeah. like is right up the uh, Cypress, you know, two yeah. hours not on the island. Um, exactly. Yeah, but that's wild. Like the the doing two we should have mixed in a quick skateboard in the middle of that <laughs> just to get three yeah a, a, a triple threat but that was crazy I, <laughs> I remember i remember driving there and it was like we we've been fortunate enough to drive from um victoria or not victoria eucalypt the ferry no, port no, over to Tofino, which is what Nanaimo. Oh, sorry. The last time we were Euclid, yeah. but we, normally it's in Nanaimo. My bad. Yeah. So what, what Nanaimo to Tofino, like two and a half, three hours. Um, so if you're driving fast and the, and the, and the pass isn't like covered in ice, yeah. uh, and, and, and it's normally like pretty just, it's really scenic. It's nice. It's a, it's a, it's a normal drive, maybe a bit of snow in the pass when it dips down into the mountain range. This was like, so we start driving the other way, normal drive, you're on the highway, normal drive, you're in some back roads. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's some snow. And then it's like, oh, it's snowing. And then it was like, oh, there's like three feet of snow. And it instantly just became like this winter wonderland of, and then you roll up to the mountain parking lot. It was like, this is a hidden gem. Yeah. I think that's why people don't know about it. Yeah. And and the drive itself is just like you said, is super crazy that you don't really realize that you're going up and up and up in elevation, but you just look out and start seeing more and more snow. And the next thing you know, it's like a snowstorm. And then you drive another hour, you go down the other (laughs) side of the mountain. It's like back to typical Vancouver, like a little bit rainy, three degrees outside. It's crazy. So we get up there, yeah, was and I remember it was just like you and I, our our two cousins or three cousins, and our uncle Jim. We roll up to Mount Washington. Nobody there, dead. The whole slope, like <laughs> that's because it was so foggy. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Visibility was like you struggled to see your hand in front of your face. Zero horrible <laughs> visibility. Even raining. I have. I remember that footage of we're sitting on the chairlift and I put the GoPro in front of us and you can hear the rain just like. And we're like, they're like frozen rain. Yeah, yeah, like hailing. But shredded the mountain for the whole morning, just half the entire slopes to ourselves. There was nice snow, too. Yeah, great snow, great powder. The snow was great. And then it's like, you know, come down around, I don't even know, 2 o'clock or something, finish up. Perfect. We just snowboarded for a solid four hours. All of our legs and asses are on fire. Hop back in the no. hop back in the SUV, drive up to Tofino, get there right around dinner time. 
And it's like, all right, let's throw the wetsuits on and let's go out right in front of the place and surf. Yeah. And caught a couple of waves. I remember too. Like I remember we were we were having lunch in the in the lodge at Mount Washington. And it was like a conscious decision of like, do we go back and snowboard for another, you know, four or five hours and then drive to Tofino, get there at like midnight and call it a night? Or do we book it back now and try and get a surf in quickly? And then it was like, oh yeah, let's try and get the surf. Like you, I think it's Tofino. Like, I think you can do it in Australia as well. Yeah. And I think you can do it in California. And uh-huh. I don't know if there's many other places. Yeah, Probably. I think California has a lot. Like, they got some sweet snowboarding as well and some awesome surf, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, I remember. I don't know if there's many more places. Like, can you snowboard in Hawaii or is it just oh, no, too hot? No, no, no. There's no snow. Um, it's too hot. It's too yeah. tropical. We, um, I remember in first year university. Wild. I met, uh, like, so I, I should say, when I was in first year university, I get into this uh, suite. There's 12 different individual rooms and we all shared like a common kitchen and a couple bathrooms or whatever. And I got super, super lucky by chance hop into this room and they're like, Oh, we placed you in the international uh, suite. So 70 to 80% of the people in my suite were foreign exchange students. I I met some of the coolest people like Scotland. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, Scotland, tons of Australians. There was uh Oh geez. I can't even remember now. New Zealand. Just a bunch of different ethnicities, which is so cool. Like, so much fun. Such cool people, right? Yeah. And so there's this one fella. and uh, Oh, Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian wasn't in my suite. He was like 35 years old (laughs) when we were 19. And he was from Austria. He spoke like eight different languages. Coolest guy ever. Didn't he own a resort? Or his family owned like a mountain? Family (laughs) owned like a lodge chalet in Austria. And he was always like, if you ever want to come... You let me know. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm I'm gonna keep you on Facebook. Like, <laughs> it might be in 35 years, yeah, but I'm, I'm coming at some like, point. Who the fuck's this John yeah, guy? <laughs> otherwise, we. Uh, so one of the one of the guys who wasn't in my room, but I mean, all the foreign exchange people like hung out together because they were involved in a couple different things to make sure that they could meet friends. Not a problem for any of these people. Anyways, they're super social. But I was always hanging out with them. That's how I met my friend Gordon, who's from Scotland, um, and a couple other people there. And so we met. I met this one guy, Tom. And this is how dumb I am. Like coming, like Canadian first year university. He's uh, from New Zealand, so he's got this thick New Zealand accent, and he's just a total skater, like snowboard skater, right? And I'm like, oh, you're from New Zealand. Like instantly I'm like, I know nothing about New Zealand, but it's basically Australia. So cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he's, um, I'm like, what do you do? We get chatting one day and he's like, oh, I'm a snowboard instructor. And I just remember being like, there's snowboarding in New Zealand? Like it blew my mind. Like I didn't really put two and two together that like there's mountains there and it's a little bit further north yeah, from Australia. Yeah. I'm like, what What do you mean you're a snowboard instructor in New Zealand? That doesn't make sense. And then he's telling me that that he would do that too. That was one thing that they could do in New Zealand. He could snowboard oh, in the morning okay, and then boogie down south further where it's a little bit warmer and then hop in the water and do a surf in the evening. And I was, it, it just blew my mind that... Uh, I guess how naive I was. I didn't understand that New Zealand had snowboarding. Such a cool guy, though. Like, really, really 
genuinely cool. They were, they all were cool. I'm, I'm super fortunate to have made international friends in my first year of uni. The only shitty part was, was that most of them were on a one semester uh, exchange. So after the first semester, yeah. many of them moved out and then a bunch of new ones moved in that weren't nearly as cool as the, the first ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's honestly, man, it, that, that is obviously the coolest thing. Like doing my schooling in Dublin for yeah. five years, it's like, I have friends all over the world and it's just so cool. Like I, I love Canada, but they're, they're just way cooler than Canadians. Like, yeah, I mean, nine times out of 10, it's like, I'd rather hang out with the German boys than the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got a good group of friends at home, so I can't complain, but it's like, man, it's just so neat to like chill with people from a totally different world. It is. Like it's, it, and it, it's just so cool, like the culture change. Yeah. And you can't help but think like, oh, damn, I'm just from like boring old Canada here. Like I have, I don't have a cool accent <laughs> like any of you guys do. But then you realize like to them, I'm just as foreign as they are to me. So I, I do have an accent compared to yeah. them. And like Canada is really cool compared to wherever they grew up. Like it's just, it's just, you, you kind of want what you don't have. So yeah, I, I mean, all the time it's it's yeah it's fantastic fans money (laughs) (laughs) listeners exactly exactly so no i just thought that 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 was a super cool um thing to be able to do is to do two like completely different activities in the same day yeah and yeah like two activity but just yeah i love that it's like snowboarding a mountain and surfing because they're so opposite like (laughs) like yeah they are just so incredibly different and also i mean i'm sure surfers would say otherwise but if i was to pick i i'd be going snowboarding 10 times out of 10 like i love snowboarding a a good day of snowboarding oh and and i mean granted we're not that great at surfing we don't have nearly the same experience and I know surfing in Tofino is a very harsh environment to surf. Like it's yeah. harsh, cold water surfing. So I mean, I'm sure popping up on a on a wave in Hawaii and holding hands with some Hawaiian girl on the yeah, other board, yeah. it would be a nice experience as well. Yeah, there, there's no doubt about that. Like there, there's something to say about the fact that we grew up snowboarding. We're very, very confident on a snowboard. And I know when I get to the to the hill like i'm 100% going to ride down this hill i'm not i'm i'm most likely not going to fall like i I'm, I'm confident enough that i know what i'm doing whereas you get in the water and it's like okay there may not be any waves here or i could be in the wrong spot and just get pummeled or like how many times have we tried to go out into fino <laughs> where it was way more advanced than our skills were and i couldn't even paddle out past the break like i just got fucking the shit kicked out of me for the last yeah 2 hours and I didn't even stand up on the board. So <laughs> drag your heavy ass board in like a clo- the tide's gone out yeah. every time. So you have to walk it out like a kilometer yeah. back to the house. You're like, hey, uh, good good session, boys. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking- but I have had some pretty awesome days surfing there as oh, well. For sure. Like, nice like four foot waves and just like really rideable. And it's like, you know, sun's out and you're with some buddies surfing. Uh like can't be no that. that's it's also a great it, time. Is, I do really it is, love it is a great time like there it's a lot of fun and when it when it's just when the conditions are right it's a lot of fun but if you're not good enough i think last time we were in tofino it was 
pumping like massive massive waves yeah, yeah, to the point where you and i and were like everyone in our family basically was like yeah i'm not even putting a wetsuit on like there is no chance i'm going out there i will die i will most likely die <laughs> i will most likely be dragged out to sea and just drown and then you see like two or three guys that are out there and they like yeah. these guys know what they're doing like they never surf on a normal day but it's a storm so they're fucking out there and they you know ride this wave for like six seconds before it collapses and just absolutely dominates them if you're yeah, good and enough, then they still get out and say good yeah if you're good enough like it's probably a huge thrill it's probably so much fun we just don't have nearly oh, yeah. as much experience doing that so i'm not confident I, like i'd like to think if i got if I got towed into like one of those like 40 foot waves, cause we wakeboard <laughs> yeah. a lot. That's the thing. Very confident wakeboarder. Yeah. Like, we, you know, if we got towed into one of those like 40 foot waves, I, I, I'd like to think I could ride it for a couple seconds, but I think it would just destroy us. And yeah. then I can't hold my breath long enough to fucking get back up and probably die. Yeah. Well, so. I, yeah, I, I'm the same as you. Like I know how much work goes into it and I know how hard it is. I'm not saying like those guys that do big wave surfing or it's easy or anything, but I would like to think that I'm confident enough on a board. I'm confident enough going really fast. Like if you gave us a wakeboard. Yeah. If you well, gave us a wakeboard and you ripped down that, I'd be like, I would feel very confident cutting through the water. Yeah, that's what those guys... And, and yeah, going fast. Like Those guys are. Like, if you... One of the latest uh, Jamie O'Brien um, series that I watched on YouTube. I, oh, I saw Yeah, that. like, yeah. he's like, oh, I don't really do big wave surfing anymore. But they, they did it. And, like, yeah, you're strapped into the board. They took the jet skis out, like, way offshore. They got their wetsuits yeah, yeah. on that have, like, little expandable life jackets. So if they go down, they can just pull a thing or it automatically pops and brings them up to the surface. If you wipe out, like, for sure, that's going to hurt so bad being pummeled around and tossed underwater. <laughs> like, there's there's no doubt that there's a huge risk to falling. But then the jet ski guy comes and saves you. So... Hopefully. <laughs> I, in that series, there was a guy that had never ridden waves like that either, and, but he was confident enough surfing, and they towed him into it, and he just rode it right out. And I'm like, I, I, I think I could do it. <laughs> we would both get fucking I think killed. I have the skills to do it. What I think is, or what I know, though, is that I don't think I have the balls to do it. I think that's the, no. like, I just literally wouldn't commit. I'd be sitting on the, I'd watch the, even if you got me out on the jet ski all suited up and I watched the first guy go, I'd be like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, chance. no, I'm, I, there's no fucking way I can do that. Like, just fucking tow me around the flats here for a little bit and then. <laughs> yeah, let's hit some kickers. I, I'm good. Oh, man. Surfing is nuts, man. Like, I, I love the sport and I love the culture. We've said it numerous times, but it's just, you know. And the risk of, like, Hey, when you're snowboarding, the only thing the, the only way I'm getting hurt is if like I wipe out or yeah. I make a mistake. Like there's no maybe an avalanche if you're going way yeah. up, but like okay, that's like, you know, not everyone's snowboarding up there. Like we we've been fortunate enough to do that kind of upper upper mountain so rare a couple times, yeah. but like not avalanche worthy. But it's like so you have to make a mistake. Surfing you're just dangling around waiting for a shark to come pick <laughs> you up. That, yeah. Like we, we've said it before and I'll stand by it. You may as well strap a stake on you and walk through South Africa yeah. and just wait for like a lion or hyena to come through. Oh, and then it's sure. like, for sure. That risk alone. I remember snowboarding. That, 
we have a lot of really funny stories and a lot I think a lot of them are hard to explain to people but from our days we used to go to Whistler when we were kids and snowboard we like we started snowboarding once a year at Whistler from the time we were like eight years old because our whole family are skiers and, and snowboarders and so numerous stories there but i remember the one and, and we'll save some of those for when our cousins are on the show because i know they they love to bring those up yeah, they fucking yeah. have a great laugh and most of them are laughing at the stupid shit that i did but i do remember one time where i'm like shaky on my board but it was where we were starting to get to the point where we we're like yeah i want to get some air like i want to like jump over shit and i'm like going really slowly and i see these like two flags and it looks like a little bit of a jump. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I, I, it's closed off for some reason, but I can probably jump it. I came at, I came at this jump. I'm probably 12, 13, 13 years old, maybe. I come up to this jump thing really cautiously because I didn't want to fly off of it. I'm going so slow, like too slow that I would never have even gotten off the ground. And I remember like as soon as I got to the top of it, I realized it was a big ass rock with like a, a fucking 10 foot drop. <laughs> And so I kind of, <laughs> instead of like jumping off it, I was going slow enough that I tried to stop and basically like turn around and grab the edge of the rock with my hands <laughs> and just like, uh, like slow enough that I've like slid down this fucking <laughs> cliff of a rock and and like actually oh. fell off it because I uh, there was nothing to grab onto. Tried to grab onto the ledge of the rock, fall back like directly on my back down a 10 foot drop into <laughs> thankfully a fuck ton of powder if the powder wasn't there like i literally i would have probably would have broken my back or my tailbone but i fell into all this powder to the oh. point where i couldn't even get out of it it was like i could have also sunk down <laughs> yeah then you're trapped in powder <laughs> yeah and i'll never forget that. which is which is tough man like a couple times you know you get trapped up in like some deep deep snow and yeah you're, you're like trying to bury your way out and it's like wow this is a lot of work oh, yeah. and it's like you're making no movement like get into crazy. one of those tree well type thing and you're you realize that like there's 10 feet of yeah. snow here and i just slipped down five feet of it like i'm stuck in essentially cold quicksand yeah, with your boots strapped to a board. <laughs> yeah, man, qu quicksand. Uh, quicksand is one of those things that I think when you're a kid, you you genuinely think that there's a risk of getting trapped in quicksand at some point in your life. But then you you get oh, older uh, and you're yeah, like, everyone. no, that that that's never going to happen. I never need to be prepared for nah. quicksand. Uh, no, no, even if like. I don't know. I think you'd see it or something. Like it's gonna. I, I, I have no clue. I've never had an encounter with quicksand. I, I, don't, I don't think, think many we would. people do, but I think it's always in like cartoons and shows and stuff. And you're like, oh, it's quicksand. But like, it, like how often does that, <laughs> that actually happen? Unless you live in, I, I don't even know where quicksand resides. Know. Huh. No, 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 no clue. That's that's news to me. But I think. That might require a quick Google. It might. It might. A quick little Google search of quicksand. Yeah. Um, first thing that comes up, a little bit of conflicting evidence here. First thing that comes up, nope, can't die in quicksand. Quicksand's denser, so basically humans float. Um, right. Makes sense. It's a bunch Unless of Unless you panic. We all know. 
Yeah, but I don't know. You also know wherever it is, there's going to be one of those little bamboo straws nearby <laughs> yeah. so you can snap it off and breathe. <laughs> <the top. laughs> um, but then right below, 2015, Jose Ray Escabibo went missing in 2015 and his body was found only submerged up to his butt in quicksand. But he was dead. He starved. So, maybe. I, I don't know. It's only up to your butt. You feel like you could figure something out, but poor guy. I guess people can die. I mean, I guess it like happens, but it's just like really incredibly rare. And there's probably like a number of other factors. Like, I don't think any of us would just walk around. And that was in Texas, actually. So I guess yeah. it's in the States. Okay. But cool. Good to know. Anyways, people, be cautious. <laughs> Watch your yeah. uh... steps. One here, and then we'll dive in. Quick tips to get out of quick. Oh, sand. here we go. From Les Stroud, Survivor Man. Yeah, here you go, guys. Just in case you ever find yourself in quicksand, yeah. make yourself as light as possible. Okay, so take a shit. I don't know what that means. Yeah, <laughs> Instantly vomit, shit your pull pants. off your clothes, <laughs> get naked. <laughs> Man, found naked in quicksand, <laughs> uh, vomit and feces all over the place. Okay, um, try to take a few steps backwards. Yeah, that's a given. All right. Um, yeah. Keep your arms up and out of the quicksand. Also kind of a given. Yeah. Um, try to reach for a branch or a person's hand. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Imagine your buddy's like, Mark, grab my hand. You're like, no. Yeah. Okay. No, Anyways, you can do this. Just make yourself lighter. <laughs> yeah. Make yourself light. Take your Take pants off breath. first. <laughs> and uh, move slowly. Okay. There you, there you have yeah. it. You heard it here. They all seem like common sense, but I guess if you start panicking, common sense goes out the window. Yeah, well, or or just like we're not going to be the people that die from quicksand. Yeah, and... unlikely. We actually had a, yeah. uh, I was chatting with somebody at my work the other day. I don't know what we were, what we were talking about, but it, it basically came down to the saying that common sense is not common. Like, <laughs> Like, it was, he, he was like, oh, but, you know, people, people will understand this or people will get that. And I was just like, hey, listen, how many people do you think are actually, like, just out of their minds? Like, you put 100 people in a room, it's more than you think. There's going to be, like, 20 complete idiots in that room that have no common sense. They have to put the hot logo on coffee for a reason. It's yeah, like, that, well, and that's look, exactly what, like what the conversation was. Yeah, I ordered a hot coffee and I burnt myself. <laughs> it's like, huh, interesting. Yeah, Twenty out of a hundred people would be would spill it on themselves and be like, "What the fuck? It didn't say hot on it." <laughs> it's like, use your common sense, but common sense is not common because people just there's there's too many people out there that just don't get it. Whatever it is, they don't yeah. get it. I guess you heard it here first. And it's now named Uncommon Sense. Uncommon Sense. Yeah. Uncommon Sense. I like it. Because there is just a million things that it's like, yeah, let's try it. You know, there, like, there, there's just so many things. Like you, you watch all these like jackass movies and all those things where it's like they're doing stuff where it's like there's literally a risk of dying in, in this, you know, there, there's a transport truck moving and they're like, I'm going to run underneath of it. And it's like, well, if you die, why like i'm not that sad it's like you're an idiot yeah. you're a moron for trying something like that i would never try something like that because i don't want to die 
I mean, he still feels it, sad. At least for like, those cool. guys, like they profited off of that ridiculousness. But sometimes you see the people that there's no rhyme or reason. Like I, when we were hiking up that one mountain, I think Table Mountain in South Africa, <laughs> there's this fellow like way off the path in jeans and a polo with a big camera bag. And he's basically scaling a cliff. And I mean, you and I are looking at him being like, that guy's going to die. That guy is going yeah, to slip and man. die, and there's nobody around. Like he's by himself, so nobody's coming to rescue you. It now becomes a uh, you know another episode of uncommon sense. Yeah, another episode of At uncommon least we're some sense. <laughs> Guys got sneakers. That's, yeah, I think. <laughs> I think every every episode we have a uh, an uncommon sense episode, for sure. for, or, or like not episode, like an uncommon sense uh, segment, two minutes yeah. of like, hey. Listen to this. Listen to this jackassery, this tomfoolery, if you will. Yeah. Uncommon sense. But on that note of Table Mountain, like, uh, we, you know, we hiked up that, what, I don't know, three and a half hours <laughs> yeah. or something. We had my mom and, like, it, we were going slow, but it took a long time. And we, this one guy ran up and down it, passed us four <laughs> times. And we were just like, are you kidding me like what the fuck and then we find out every every year that they do like a big race up table mountain and the winning time and i might be way off but i think it was like 13 minutes somebody sprinted up table mountain i think it was like so outrageous we were like i don't believe you and i think that was someone else's word so yeah. maybe 13 minutes does seem outrageous but yeah it may have been 30 minutes i don't remember but i do remember enough that i was like oh okay cool like they tell us this at the base of the mountain like ah, okay cool some athlete did it in 20 30 minutes whatever and then it takes us three and a half hours to get to the top it's like okay but yeah we saw that dude who basically looked like fucking lebron james he passes us like four times like this dude is coming out here for a jaunt, a morning jog up and down the mountain four times. We're we're sweating buckets trying to even make it to the top. Unbelievable! Some people, man, some people are just built for it. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so let's uh, not us. Yeah, not us. Definitely <laughs> On that not note. us. So let's sit back, relax. Let's do what we do best, which is just listen to music and hand out biscuits. I think that's really what we're built for. <laughs> Uh, uh, all righty baby you want to take us off well i introduce our first band yeah. here yeah 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 so as we said chill indie vibe so three chill indie songs today and we so have that's, clips that's exciting we've that's got kind clips of a, from a style we I got like. clips from all three artists too oh beautiful Love we're moving it. up um <laughs> okay so first band name here we got tk collective song titled darling i do Oh, darling. That's a nice title. Um, indie rock band, musical inspiration from Boy Pablo, Hosier Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I don't know who Boy Pablo is, but I like Hosier and Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, me too. Me too. Nice. Um, I want to say Hosier went to my school. I think uh, he, he's... I think he's from Dublin, yeah, I think right? I think he went to Trinity. I think he went to Trinity College. I think he went to my school. Wow. Which is pretty cool. I could be way off but i think it's hosier um anyways carry on um yeah so he wrote this song for his girlfriend while we're doing long distance very happy feel good love song hope you enjoy 200 monthly listeners tk collective darling i do let's hear it from him yeah let's let's hear what they've got to say so here's our clip thanks to the Hearst brothers podcast for having darling i do on the show we really appreciate it 
during the pandemic, we haven't really had a chance to get out live and perform, but streaming platforms like this have really helped emerging artists like ourselves kind of get our music out to the public. So thank yeah. you. Thank you. This song is dedicated to my girlfriend, Ryan. It's about holding someone close when you're apart. It's about dreaming of the future, and we really hope you enjoy it. Thanks. Right on. Wow. Thanks, guys. <laughs> you know what? TK Collective, you nailed it. Yeah. One, that's what we're trying to do. Get get people's music heard. Um, two, you've got someone close. Do not let them go. <laughs> you squeeze that wet, slippery bag of milk and make sure it does not fall out of your hands. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, and I did not just call my girlfriend a slippy bag of milk. Yeah, do not tell her that we said that. She probably won't like it. <laughs> yeah, thankfully, they don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dive in here. Darling, I Do by TK Collective. First thoughts. What are you thinking? Wow. Um, totally hear the Fleetwood Mac spray in the music, yeah. like that acoustic. Um, almost sounds like a 12 string. I don't know if it it just reminds me like my first guitar was a 12 string Simon and Simon Patrick. I think that's what it's called. Jesus, that's bad. <laughs> um and it was just like those that ring out, like the chord progression just sounded very similar. Like it's really nice and and, and it soothing. Is, it is, yeah. I like I like the vocals too. Like uh, I, I like the song structure, the way for, it went from a pretty chilled and kind of laid back verse, and then the chorus kind of picked up. Uh, and I, I like yeah. that a lot. I think, and it's really really easy to hear the words. I think it's got a cool melody to it. Um, I'm feeling it. I think yeah. it's cool. The, the the chorus. As soon as they went into the chorus, I I got um like a husky vibe. Not not like the the quality no, of you voice. The it. band. You nailed it. That that's exactly who I was thinking right? in my head. I forgot about that band, Husky. That band is so cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it does. It it really really does. It sounds similar to them. Oh yeah. Now that's all I'm going to be thinking about, Husky. <laughs> Which is a good, a huge compliment yeah. um, for those of you that don't know Husky. I don't know if they're super well known. I don't know, but 
very cool indie rock band yeah um, i i'm a big fan they got a bunch of really really cool songs what was the what's the this the song that we're thinking of it sounds really similar to this uh, i'm not coming I'm not back coming, is the one yeah is, is one it, of i'm the, not coming home or i'm not coming back uh, i'm not coming back, I'm not coming I think back. It is. yeah 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 um, yeah totally so such a cool tune and like they kind of were in their own way the voice lined up like really similar i was like oh wow that's a it's like such a unique sound to hit and it's beautiful. Yeah, it sounds really good. It sounds good. The vocals are, are very dreamy. Uh, and I like that. I use that word a lot dreamy cause I don't know how to really describe it, but they're just wet and dreamy. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Let's dive back in TK collective. Darlin. I do. Do you? Cause I do. <laughs> Darlin. I do. Wishing somehow I could turn back time Do you dream of a future? We lost 
That was nice, wow. man. That was really nice. I loved the end, uh, and I loved the breakdown. Yeah, the little riff there. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, the breakdown with the bass and the guitar, kind of coming in and out. Like that was really, really cool. Uh, dreamy vocals. I love how the end got really, really soft and then picked back up into the full chorus again. Great tune, fellas. Great tune. Like that was really good. Yeah, well done. T K Collective. Oh, I do. Boom. I do. I definitely do. I do. I dream of a future with you, yeah, too. No question. No question. Um, all righty. <laughs> you slippery bag of milk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to squeeze you like a slippery bag of milk. <laughs> all righty. I, uh, I think you know what oh, time boy. it is. Let's dive on in here. Well, butter my bottom and call me a biscuit. Biscuit. It's biscuit time. Biscuit time. It's biscuit time. Frisket time. All righty. TK Collective, darling, I do. Mark, sound quality. What are you thinking here? How many biscuits are we giving? Yeah. How many biscuits are we giving? <laughs> um, man, that was cool. Uh, I, I think they nailed it. Like, you really could pick out each thing. Like, really clean, really clear. Um, I thought it was mixed pretty well. All in all just a great tune um yeah the bass was super noticeable which was great yeah. like really good baseline ah uh, i don't yeah yeah like just no complaints and i love the i don't know i think it's acoustic it honestly sounds like a 12 string yeah maybe it's not but that's what i was picking out from there and it was it was nice like i love that ringing um so i'm going you know i'm going 8.1 biscuits nice 8.1 nice little, biscuits. Nice little 8.1 biscuits. Yeah, I agree, man. From my point of view, um, the mix was pretty good. I was liking it. I thought the uh, there's a few little tweaks. Like I think the vocals came in a little loud at the end, towards the not the end in chorus, but before, right when it was about to break down into a quieter point, and it, it seemed like his vocal pitch changed changed a little bit. And I thought it was a bit too loud, but otherwise the mix was really good. The guitars were tight, like lots of layers. If it yeah. wasn't a 12 string guitar, I think there was just a lot of different guitar layers built in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's also. Yeah. Yeah. And it was good though. The bass was good. The drums were really, really good. The chorus was great. Like I, I think the mix was good and the quality was there. So I'm, I'm going to go 7.9 biscuits for me. Yeah. Great. Okay. Great job. Great job. Which brings us to lyrics and vocals. Um, I can start on this one lyrically really, really well done. Like I got the message. It was really, really easy. You could tell that it was about their girlfriend. I mean, you didn't know it was long distance, but you could just tell that it was a guy that was really, you know, just excited for the future and what's to come and kind of hoping that, that she's feeling the same way. I think that's a very relatable story. Uh, and I think the vocal, <laughs> I think the vocal quality was good. It sounded <laughs> sounded really good to me. It sounded it sounded good. I I liked the vocals a lot. So I'm gonna go eight point three biscuits for lyrics and vocals. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's you. Uh, you want to talk about anything? Um, no lyrics and vocal. I agree. Yeah, super cool. Um, definitely one of the like I, I've talked about it before. How I don't pick up on the story, but it was really easy. Like it was, it was a really. I think the lyrics were just really clean yeah. and like you said, dreamy, but it was nice. The story was there and it was really like, we were singing along on the course and yeah. knew the words and stuff already. So that's cool. Like, um, 
And it did remind me of Husky, who I'm a huge fan of. Those like couple long notes uh, just matched perfectly with that. So I think I'm going to join you. Eight by three biscuits. biscuits. Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely Bis- did sound like husky. So I think for coolness and vibe, uh, our last category here for me, I thought it was really cool. I thought the vibe was great for a chill song. This is awesome. A little bit slower, not slower, but just a little bit softer in terms. It's not like a pump you up song, but it was really, really well done. Um, it had a little bit of a chill aspect to it. Totally sounds like Husky, that band. As soon as you brought that up, I'm like, yep, that's what I was feeling, which is is an awesome band to reference. So uh, happy about that. Yeah, I thought it was cool. I loved the different song structures, the ups and the downs. Um, I'm, I got to go. I'm going to stick with the same. No, 8.4. I'm going to go 8.4 biscuits for coolness and vibe. Ooh. That's what I'm feeling. That's what I'm laying down. Take it or leave it. That's what that's what it is. Is what it is. <laughs> I'm sure they'll take it. <laughs> All right. Cool um, some no, that's a great score. Yeah, I agree, man. Like, like the just the song structure alone was sweet. And they had, you know, the bridge was super cool. Then they had the cool breakdown where it kind of like a mini like battle between like guitar, bass versus drums, and then back to and that little riff that they ended with as well. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that was really cool. And then also just totally breaking it down to like raw guitar and the voice like kind of near the end there and then building it up so super cool um yeah definitely nailed the the indie chill genre because that's exactly that's the definition um i think i'm going i'm I'm gonna go with a nice 8.3 biscuits Ooh, beautiful all righty so, Biscuit Processor is cranking out 82.16 biscuits. TK Collective, oh, way to go. 82.16. Well done. Yeah. Good score. That's a great score. It'll get you up yeah, there. It'll certainly get you up there. It'll get you up there on the Hearst Brothers Biscuit leaderboard, which is climbing, which is growing. We're taking up a lot of real estate on that Hearst Brothers website, www.thehearstbrothers.com. Check out the podcast (laughs) side. Uh, And we should say that by the time you are listening to this, I could confidently say we will also have our shop and store available. Yeah, I am so pumped about that. Oh, man. I can't, but I spent hours just putting some of those shirts together. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I think you guys will love it. I think it's just a good laugh. It's fun for the family. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I've showed everyone that I showed has given some good feedback. I am fired up for it. And if no one ever buys it, at least I have my apparel for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, it, it's it's good quality stuff, fair prices, uh, sustainable as well. Like, it's all fairly sustainable um, sustainably sourced items. We've got shirts, we've got hoodies, we've got polos, we've got underwear, swimwear, bathing suits. Yeah, bathing yeah. suits, fucking bags, socks, cups, socks anything <laughs> that you could possibly need. It's going to say Hearst Brothers or maybe Biscuit Time or just, you know, something that reminds you of this fucking awesome show. So can't wait to get our hands on some of that stuff. Um, and who knows? Maybe uh, we'll do some like giveaways or something. Some stuff will be up for grabs. Oh, I think so. I think so too. I think so. Top biscuit leaders, anyone that 
you know, phones, maybe some phone-ins, whatever. We'll whatever figure it we out. Got. We do some live podcasts and get someone on board. Yeah, we'll figure it out for sure. I think it's going to be great. You're going to like it. I know you're going to like it. Or Instagram, Instagram, biscuit time underwear giveaways. Oh, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> get any better than that, for sure. Send us a picture of yourself in your underwear, and we'll send you a copy of the Hearst Brothers underwear. <laughs> Do not yeah, send please us don't. That please don't. I don't want to see your biscuits. <laughs> you will be blocked, red flagged, <laughs> yeah. reported. Yeah, exactly. And will not be receiving anything from the Hearst <laughs> Exactly. Uh, all righty. So let's jump right into song number two here for the night. We have song title, You Won't Know. I'm not saying you won't know what the song is. I'm saying the song is called You Won't Know. <laughs> Uh, oh. We're going with a band. It's like, I don't know. No, no, you don't know, but you won't know either until the song's done. A uh, band is called Moon Vision. I will know. Oh, yeah. We'll all know. Moon Vision. So we're a four-piece indie pop band from all of the parts of Los Angeles. All right. That's a huh. big uh, geographic region there. Over 1,800 listeners on Spotify thus far. So not bad. Do you update them? What's that? Oh, mine says 1,600. Oh, I think I just read it wrong. 1,600. Oh. <laughs> eh, we'll give him a little lift. Uh, there we yeah, go. I misread it. 1,800. Anyways, so, Moon Visions, you won't know. We're all about to know, but we won't know. Here we go. Let's dive in. first riff how the song starts That's yeah nice. yeah it, it it's very cool it's got like a i don't know it's got almost like an 80s kind of vibe to it when it's coming in there yeah it's cool uh, yeah not to be the uh the guy that keeps relating people to other people but instantly from his voice when he came in uh got like a sticky fingers vibe. <laughs> oh yes yeah those guys are sick. No, but it's cool too. It, it it really is cool though to tell like what we kind of relate it to because I think artists do appreciate that. And sometimes you don't know. Okay. I remember someone listened to one of our songs one time. Actually, it was our friend. It was Dougie listened to one of our songs and he was like, "Man, you guys sound like Lenny Kravitz." And I was like, I had never even thought about that at all. 
He's like, no, it, it, it does. It reminds me of Sweet. Lenny Kravitz. I was like, okay, cool. And then I dove more into Lenny Kravitz and I'm like, I can kind of see where you're pulling yeah, that influence true. from. So, and it might help you kind of move forward to see like, well, what else is that guy doing? What else is Lenny doing that maybe I could do? Yeah. Cause I always feel bad. Like, saying because it's like obviously every artist wants to be like an individual and produce their own music and have their own style but it is yeah like it's a huge compliment because these are bands that i really like and i listen to all the time for sure so it's like yeah sweet well done and that yeah i guess i guess you're right like if someone said that about us i'd be like thanks for sure for sure (laughs) sweet you're comparing me to someone that's like famous yeah yeah exactly Uh, anyways yeah so gotta stay fingers vibe from them and i was like really cool it is cool i like it i I, i'm I'm feeling this song i think it's very vibey it's got like a really neat um melody to the lyrics and the way that they interact with the actual guitar riff the main guitar riff there the bass sounds cool it's a great sounding track so far i really like it i'm into it let's dive back in i still don't know you won't know either no moon visions no probably will never know baseline is really really good the tone yeah i was thinking the, the bass same tone thing. is like, beautiful into that course the bass it's like yeah that's nice and i think that's why i said earlier like it's got an 80s vibe it's just because of all the synths that come in in the chorus there like it's really really neat there's a lot of layers i i, I like it i think it's cool i think this would be like a really good yeah. song like loud and live yeah yeah, no, it's sweet. I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. Huge fan. Huge. You don't even know. You won't know. Yeah, no, this is this is cool. Moon, Moon vision. Visions. I still don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I never will know. But let's let's finish this song and then see if we can figure out at least one thing I do know that there's some biscuits in the oven right now. Yeah, I know there's some biscuits brewing up, toasting up. Yeah. Baking up, whatever they, whatever they do. All right, here we go. You won't know. Moon visions.
Didn't see that end coming. That was nice. Great. Wow. No, that was great. I thought I thought it was really good. The drums were cool. The bass was cool. Every instrument had a really really neat part. Um, the guitar riff was was good too. Yeah, great track. Yeah, wow. That was that that was a great track. Indie pop. What was that main riff? Was that a guitar? Yeah, I think it was just like an just a, just some almost like and it could have just been a really clean guitar, or it could have even been an acoustic guitar, but it's way high up on the fretboard. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I was like almost some sort of clav. Yeah, no, it was definitely a guitar of some sort. May have even been tuned up high, Beautiful. or they had a capo way up high. That's possible, like a capo, like on the fucking seventh or eighth. Very fret. cool sound. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It brought a neat vibe to it, especially when the synths came in with the higher frequency too. Like it, it was good. It was good. Um, I thought it all tied together really nicely, and and I'm I'm happy with it. I thought it was a great track. <laughs> I'm happy with yeah, that. You're welcome, world, for showing you uh, Moon <laughs> that Vision. Was- Sweet. Yeah. I think I know what time it is. Not what I know about you won't know because I don't know. Yeah. No, no, we never know, but we uh we might know what time it is. I do know what time, what time it is, is it? though. Here we go. Biscuits, biscuits, biscuits. How many biscuits? How many biscuits? Biscuit time. It surely is biscuit time. Here we go. Moon vision. Let's pass out some biscuits. Uh, biscuits. Uh, we could hear them. Uh, we could smell them. <laughs> we could hear them. We could see them. We could feel them in the oven earlier. Uh, we knew they were coming, but ding, ding, ding. Here goes the uh, the timer, the little egg timer. Uh, sound quality. Mark, what were you feeling? How many biscuits are you feeling like passing out? Ooh, how many? Bi- I'm feeling generous with my biscuit. <laughs> I'm feeling generous today. <laughs> yeah, had a good day. Um, no, that was yeah, that was a really cool song. Um, I mean, I think we nailed it with like I, just the layers and and really that unique sound was cool, and the voice was great. The bass line was by far my highlight, being a bass player myself. But that was a sweet bass line. Yeah, it was good. really clean, was good. really cool tone. Whatever he was using there, for sure. Um, so yeah, really sweet sound quality. I'm going eight point five. Ooh, nice. Eight point five biscuits. Yeah, sound quality for me too. I thought it was good. I th- it, it was well mixed from what I could hear. Uh, vocals were nice. Guitar riff was cool. I the my one bit of feedback, and I could be a hundred percent wrong, but I I thought at the very beginning, I never noticed it towards the end of the song, but I thought at the very beginning, it almost seemed like the timing was just slightly out and maybe that was kind of the swing that they were looking for in it um but for like a half second it had me going like oh oh, fuck is this off off time a little bit here and then as soon as everything else came in it sounded great so um that would be the one thing that i that i could nitpick on i'm getting real picky here i'm not feeling quite as generous as you (laughs) uh but i'm looking to give feedback too right so i thought it was a you greedy biscuit boy (laughs) hold on to my biscuits no i I thought it was great like i thought it was a, a great song it sounded cool it had that catchy vibe to it it was chill it was definitely indie chill so sound quality for me i'm going uh 8.3 biscuits that's where i feel comfortable oh yeah that's the sweet spot yeah fair enough i I did kind of pick up on that where like how you said it kind of was like off but then i think that was just like the uniqueness to that song like i think it was just like because once the bass line came in and the drums it was like oh no that fits perfect exactly but alone 
alone, the riff was like, huh, something seems funny about this. Like the BPMs are off, but then yeah. it, it wasn't like it was, yeah, it was yeah. cool. I, I like that a lot. I, again, like I said, um, it could have been like that on purpose. It could have just been the swing to add a little bit, add a little bit more like rhythmic element to it. Or it could have just been the way that they looped it. And it was like, we're talking fucking 0.001 seconds off of being perfectly in time but sometimes when things are perfectly in time it sounds like a little bit too fake and polished so it yeah. may have been what they were going for in which case like great good good on you um or or maybe it was just a little slip up or maybe i'm just being far too fucking picky and uh <laughs> too, too critical finely tuned yeah, which i don't have so anyways up on my pedestal yeah exactly my my yeah exactly so uh lyrics and vocals i've cast What'd you say? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> no, <they're, laughs> no <laughs> sitting in our ivory castle. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> no, lyrics and vocals, uh, I thought it was cool. Like the I'm not sure, very dreamy again, like nailed it. And I just really like uh yeah, I feel like I finally picked up on maybe I'm learning. I think I'm progressing. It's Definitely. nice. Hopefully you're here with me learning. And and, and the listeners are on a journey with me. us grow and blossom yeah. but i'm finally picking like up more of the flower. like actual story that people are, are saying or maybe it's the type of song like yeah. maybe these yeah, kind yeah. of like cool indie vibe i'm way more prone to listen to the words versus like you know when we were doing some like funk i'm like way more into the beat yeah. which is yeah, maybe just my natural bias yeah, yeah. Agreed. Um, but anyways lyrics and vocals i think it was super cool i'm going 8.2. Biscuits. All righty, cool. Yeah, lyrics and vocals for me, I'm feeling the exact same thing. Really dreamy, great vocals. I like the processing. I like the effects on it a lot. I think it fit the song perfectly. I missed a little bit of the story on this one. Um, and I was trying to pick up on it, but I think I just missed where the song was going. Um in terms of like a story, didn't it? Well, you won't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe that's part of it is just like, you won't know. You you won't know <laughs> what the song's about. And that's fair. Um, Cause it was catchy. It was catchy. At least it was, it was good in that sense. So for me, yeah, lyrics and vocals, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I'm going 8.2 biscuits, uh, which brings us to nice. coolness and vibe. So would you download this song? Would you share it cool. with your friends? Did you think it was cool? Did it personally resonate with you? What are you thinking? Oh, Baby did it ever. Um, no, that was just a, that was just a really unique song. Like yeah. I think it was so cool. Like that riff, I can't think of anything where like I've I've felt I've I've, I've heard like a, a similar sound to that. That riff was really cool. Yeah, it was. Um, the bass line, super cool, super clean. Um, big fan of that bass line. And, and all in all, very cool by Moon Vision. I don't know. You won't know. But I think I know. I'm handing out 8.6 biscuits, coolness and vibe. I would listen to this again. That is a cool song. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with everything you say. I thought it was cool. I would definitely download it, listen to it again. It goes on the chill vibe playlist. Um, Could definitely see it played in, you know, I could see this in movies and TV for sure. For sure. So coolness and vibe for me. I'm, I'm I'm right up there with you, my friend. I'm 8.5 biscuits, which gives <laughs> us a total of 83.8 biscuits for Moon Vision. Baby. Way to go. Well done. Well done, Moon Vision. Very well done. You won't know. I don't know. But I know 
we got a grand total 83.83 biscuits. And I know where that places you on the leaderboard up there. Up there for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well it's a good spot to be. That's for sure. Uh, all righty. So we got one more band for tonight. All right. All right. We are on to our last tune of the night. We got playing with fire. Song title, Shivering. Well, wow, that's a bit of an oxymoron. Um, <laughs> anyways. with fire, but I'm shivering, baby. <laughs> but I'm shivering, baby. So, Shivering by Playing With Fire. Um, alternative rock duo from the GTA. Whoa, shout Ooh. out. Shout out, GTA. Canadians. Um, hello, Greater Toronto Area. The six. Um, <laughs> so comprised of a bassist, guitarist, vocalist, Campbell Coleman. Oh, that's a nice name. Um, and drummer Brandon Roussel. Oh. Russell? Roussel. I like that too. These guys are meant for meant for celebrity TV. Uh pulling inspirations from the likings, Green Day, Royal Blood, 21 Pilots. Oh, baby. Some big names. They formed amidst the COVID nineteen pandemic. Here we go. So they're new. Another band. I like another it. band that that formed during the pandemic. Man, the pandemic has brought out a lot of creativity from people. Hey, I think like obviously it's done a lot of terrible things, but a lot of good things have come out of yeah. it as well. Certainly, music and creativity. People got a lot of time at home. People got a lot of you know trying to change their their inspiration where they get their where they get to release their creativity Agreed. and all of that Agreed. so now people are home they got instruments a lot of music a lot of bands coming out yeah. and it is good i mean this show kind of came out from not i wouldn't say caused by the pandemic we didn't start the show because of the pandemic but it's something that we had a lot more time to think about doing and setting up and yeah, yeah, so we were we we're definitely in that bucket as well. So we've got a clip here from playing with fire. Let's uh let's give it a go and see what uh what uh these guys had to say. I'm shivering. <laughs> I'm shivering. Here we go. Hello everybody. We are playing with fire and we are an alternative rock duo from Ontario, Canada. Unfortunately, we were unable to be together because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So instead, we are calling each other on Zoom. So we would first like to thank the Hearst Brothers for the feature on the podcast, and I'll give it over to Campbell for the inspiration on the song. Yeah, so, you know, the inspiration behind the song is just, like, anxieties about not making it in the industry or, like, doing anything with our music careers. So it's pretty much just the short and sweet explanation on the reasoning behind our song. Yeah, there, there you go. Okay, thank you again. We Thanks. are playing with fire. Hey. Wow. Hey. Unreal. Yeah, I feel you guys. I mean, yeah, a lot of people have anxiety about not making it or not being good enough or whatever, and maybe it puts them into a state of shivering. I can tell you though, you you, you, know, you won't know unless you try. So you got to do it. Yeah. Just put the music out there, and at the end of the day, you made something cool. Yeah. If nobody listens, nobody listens. But uh, hey, you're on the Hearst Brothers Pcast now, so I mean, welcome to success. Ooh baby yeah so you've made it <laughs> you can Boom. let that anxiety go because here we are baby <laughs> the ship to destiny <laughs> the ship has sailed and you are on it my friends all right shivering playing with fire Sometimes I 
I'm getting a real serious, like, sting in the police vibe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you listen to much Twenty One Pilots, but I like I'm a I'm a pretty big fan. Totally get that vibe yeah, as well. Yeah, like wow, very cool. I I just yeah, I'm I'm ready for it to take off here, and I, you can feel it kind of building. I like that staccato guitar, yeah. almost offbeat. It's really really neat. Yeah, I feel like Jack White does a lot of that stuff, yeah. like offbeat staccato guitar, and it's like oh wow, and then it yeah takes off. Yeah, so, so let's see. Buckle, yeah, up. buckle up. Hold on to your seats here, ladies and gents. We're about to take off Ooh, it's getting cold in here playing with fire baby shivering
Wow. Well, that was cool. Well, well, well. Playing with fire. That was good. <laughs> that was really cool. Like that breakdown was sweet. Yeah, breakdown with the hi hats going. Got it made me pull out the egg shaker yeah. and just jive along with it. Uh, I like that. I like the break in. I like that there was a cool. Like uh, you know, electronic element to the song as well as you like you could hear the guitars, yeah, yeah. you could hear the bass really, really well. But then they had like you know that kind of choir pad in the background and a couple of different noises. It was neat. It was really well done. There's a lot of things that I did really like about this song. So um, yeah, very cool. Very cool from the GTA too. So yeah, happy about that. Whoo! Home boom. There we go. Home bread. <laughs> Homebred for them biscuits. Yeah, hometown boys. Buy local. Uh, alrighty, I think you know what time it is. Oh, I do. Here we go. Give me your biscuits. How many biscuits? Biscuits. There's a no biscuit for me, biscuit boy. <laughs> no biscuits for me, biscuit boy. Just kidding. We're going to hand some biscuits out here for playing with fire. All right, so sound quality. Uh, I'll hand it over to you, Mark. What are you thinking? Yeah, I thought that was really cool. I mean, the guitar, really clean, crisp. I like that kind of like offbeat, staccato-y, like racketeers style guitar. Um, very cool. The drums were sweet. That that breakdown was very cool. Yeah. Like that hi-hat. Everything was seemed really crisp. Um, yeah, I'm going 8.1 biscuits. Yeah, yeah. Sound quality. Well done playing with fire. That was very cool. Yeah. And I like that like, you know, you know, this is, I mean, maybe they sent it off to a producer, but two guys in the GTA got together over, over COVID and, and put together this track. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. Yeah, you could tell. Like, I, it, I, I think it's not as polished as like it doesn't make me feel like this was done in a professional studio this is this is something that yeah. they did on their own and it's it is really good for that like it's really it's a great song and it's a great track i think it's well mixed a few little things um that i would maybe do differently like if it was sent to me and i was mixing it there's a few little levels a few little eqs that i would have tweaked um mostly around the vocals but i'll think for sound quality and song structure and the way it was put together i would say it was really well done i i would go with just a solid eight biscuits for that um but then i'll carry on my thought and go into lyrics and vocals i thought it was cool like there's a good voice the guy's got a good voice so i i like that i really enjoyed the the background vocals like there were times in the verses there where the high, the high pitch, pitch yeah. background vocals and it blended really nicely like great job i wanted to hear more of that i think the chorus could have been a little fuller like i would have liked to hear more layering more harmonies i think that would have just made the chorus that much better in in my opinion um but again just looking for areas where i can add some feedback not that i'm a pro by any means not that i have the credentials to back up why i'm giving you feedback but that's the whole purpose of the show is to just not just sit here and and you know <laughs> aimlessly hand out biscuits on no merit it's i want to try and give you some feedback and give you some you know critiquing that you would normally otherwise have to pay for so uh lyrics and vocals i'm gonna go a 7.8 i think that's the one area of the song that could have used a little bit of work um but otherwise it sounded it sounded really good there were some key spots that i really liked but a couple areas that I, that i would have put a little bit more work into how about you mark yeah 
I think you nailed it. Like I was, I was just going to say too, I was like, I can't wait for lyrics and vocals to bring up that little high pitch, like back layering. Cause that was like, wow, that just fit so well. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Like he's got a wicked voice. Yeah, more of that. Um, And then, yeah, I, I, I had the same thing. Like I think in the course, it was like, I just thought it should have been more powerful. Like you, I think he's got it in him and it just wasn't. And I was like, huh, interesting. Yeah. I was, but man, really cool overall. Um, so all said and done, the biscuits are out of the oven. I'm going 8.0 biscuits. Lyrics and vocals, nice. well done. I nice. thought that was cool. And, and you nailed it. You just elaborated on my thought there too a little bit. Like that, I think yeah, the same. beginning of the chorus was was fine. I wouldn't touch it. But that part where it's like the, oh, I'm shivering. Yeah. I, I would have liked to hear like really, really wide harmonies there and maybe a little bit of echo. Like you could have played with the vocals a lot right there that would have differentiated that part of the chorus from the the pre-chorus or the beginning part of the chorus i think that would have made the song just stand out a little bit more to me but otherwise yeah yeah great great track so coolness and vibe what are you thinking is this cool would you download it would you share this with your friends like when would you play this song (laughs) would you pass it on to a neighbor would you recommend it (laughs) um yeah, no, all in all in all, like that that three great songs. Yeah. And that was that was one of them. That was really cool. I really like the dynamic. And you can tell, like, it's the duo, bass, guitar, and the drums. Really simple. Yeah, the electronics were added in, of course, but I, I like the simplicity of it and then the diversity of the song. Like yeah. when it that little hi-hat breakdown super cool yeah. and then a little bit Agreed. of electronics and and, and and at some point in the courses or like pre-verse i'm not sure where like i think it was guitar or electronics that just started low and went up built like either a big slide on the guitar or an electronic but very cool yeah. so Agreed. uh coolness and vibe i'm a fan 8.3 biscuit yeah, I agreed with you too. I, I think this was cool. I like the structure. I think the the verses definitely fit, and this is nothing nothing to do with them, but in terms of this episode for chill, the verses definitely had that chill vibe to it. Like it it was like, ah, oh, cool, kind of relaxing. The courses were a little heavier, had a little bit more of that Green Day inspiration that they were talking about. And so I like that. I appreciate it. Um, I thought it was cool. This is a cool track. It's one of those ones where if it came on in the car, uh, I probably wouldn't hit next. I'd probably listen to it all the way through. I'd probably turn it up a little bit even. So uh, great job playing with fire. I'm going to go, same as Mark, I'm going to go 8.3 biscuits for coolness and vibe. So end of the day, Biscuit Processor finishes doing what it does best, and it gives us a 80.8. Three. What do we got? The easy bake oven. <laughs> easy bake oven. Yeah. 80.83 biscuits. So well done playing with fire. Great job. Oh. I'm happy. I'm happy with it. You should be too. All right. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. That's it for tonight. Three, six songs. That's all she wrote, folks. That is all she wrote. The fat lady sang. We heard it. You might not have, but we heard it. And we're getting towards the end of the show. Anyways, I just want to hit a big shout out. I just want to say thank you to people. We've been getting some really good feedback, um, mostly on Instagram. YouTube, we're just getting started, so not too, too much love there yet. But uh, people on Instagram seem to be really enjoying our clips, giving us great feedback. I get messages from people in DM saying that they love the show and they're super happy that we're doing it. Um, And it just is like, uh, you know, it gives you a little bit of validation that you're like, okay, cool. Like people enjoy this. So we'll just keep going with it. 
yeah, we'll see what happens, right? But it is it is super like gratifying to be like, it's not like we're doing it for that reason, no. but to know like these strangers are like, hey, well done. Yeah. We like what you're doing. It's like, wow. For you. sure. I mean, we do, yeah, thank we do you. it for ourselves. <laughs> like we do like we did it because it was we thought it'd be a funny idea. And we're like, oh, this will be a cool way for us to like keep in touch every week while we're remote. And when we're together, we can just have fun and fucking do it. And it's no different than us sitting around having beers, listening to music. Like we do this anyways. But um yeah, it's 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 nice to know that some people are enjoying the show and, and hopefully we're we're reaching more and more people and again meeting our goal of helping these emerging artists get their music out there, whether or not it's just on our podcast or or maybe, you know, some people hear it on our show and download the rest of their stuff and become fans. So yeah, really thankful and happy for that. That's what we're here for. Yeah, and we do have some uh some Yeah, I know. And and already I'm sorry, uh, and and already we we've been able to meet some pretty cool people. Yeah, like we're we're 13 episodes in, and we've met some amazing people that are in the same same business of just trying to help out independent musicians. Definitely. So like that is very cool. Some people that I never thought we were going to be able to get to meet. For sure, I for sure, and I'm super excited about that. Like this community is great. I think we're building a really neat community here of Biscuit Brothers and Sisters. And, uh, you know, like no suits is huge. You heard them on the last episode. We are so thankful to be able to have them. That was really cool. We are working so to get cool. more and more guests. Cause I think that just adds a really cool element when we can have another musician do a little interview with them, talk about their music, but then have them also give their feedback, which is just even more, um, you know, it, it adds more strength to the feedback that we're giving the bands when you've got another band who knows their shit also giving feedback. So Looking forward to exactly. doing that. I mean, we've got some people that I'm targeting. So, uh, Shaky Graves, whenever you want to answer my messages, <laughs> <laughs> that would, I think I would, I would die. We'll get them. That would be so mark cool. Mark my words. We wouldn't be able to talk. No, mark my words. We're gonna get Shaky Graves on here. Uh, you know, maybe one day John Butler, but he's in Australia for the most part, so it's, the time change would be difficult. But a lot of the artists that we really oh, oh that's what's holding us back. Yeah, I mean, it's really just the time change. <laughs> <laughs> the logistics of the time change just don't work yeah. out. You know, but that, you know, I think I think if we try hard enough and we persist and we get uh, enough of a following, then people will be interested in doing our show. And, and I'll keep working on it. I mean, a guy like John Butler, who I respect at the absolute highest <gasps> level, like I, to me, just he is the one of the most influential and best <laughs> musicians I've ever seen in my life. I've been following him since I was fucking 16 years old um i just look up to him like a like a father and uh <laughs> <laughs> but father can you <laughs> exactly but not in a weird way i mean uh, i'll 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 post this out to him but like I, <laughs> yeah he ain't coming on the show no now. like we'll we'll get some clips on here and i think people will enjoy <laughs> this it. kid called called me his father <laughs> <laughs> i just shot myself in the foot fuck fuck oh no no but it is it isn't all the best like the, these people that like even like honestly like no suits i've been listening to for yeah. years and then they agreed to come on the show and i was like i literally got like butterflies in my <laughs> stomach and was like oh really yeah. like, like, really? clammy hands <laughs> why <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I agree, man. And I, I think we'll I think we'll keep working on it and we'll get more and more people to agree to come on the show. And it's just an awesome opportunity for us to get to meet them and chat with them and become friends. And and it's a I think it's a cool experience. I think we're offering something different than just your typical podcast. This is a neat format. And the more and more that we start to nail it down and really work out the kinks, I think the the better the show is gonna be. So Fans, stay tuned. There's exactly. lots of stuff in the works, and uh, and we won't let you down. I think you're going to be excited to see what's coming up next. We actually do have a few guests that we're working on too. We're uh, potentially going to be going on a, another, a couple other podcasts, and we've got a couple other artists that uh, I'm already in chats with. So, stay tuned, people. Beautiful, lots of great stuff to come. And this is episode 13, bringing it to you live. The Biscuit Brothers. 13. We're halfway there. <laughs> we said 25 would be season one. So, I mean, we're rolling. 13 episodes. Fuck yeah. Hey, not bad. Yeah, I think uh, most people drop off after three or four. So the fact that we've gone this far is... Uh... <laughs> most people most people start a podcast. <laughs> that's true. You know, during the pandemic, a lot of people started podcasts. And then you... Because I follow a yeah, couple subreddits true. on true. Reddit for podcasting. And then it's like a month later, they're like, I'm not getting any views. Nobody's listening. There's too much editing involved. And so I'm selling all the gear that I bought. And it's like, well, dude, you you should have known what you got it's into. It's a lot of work. It yeah. is a lot of work, but it's fun. And I, I enjoy doing it, and you enjoy doing it. And uh, so we're not going anywhere, folks. We're here for the <laughs> long run. 1,000 in. 1,000 episodes. When we do 1,000 episodes, we will fucking rent a mansion somewhere and throw down the biggest biscuit party you have oh. ever seen in your life. A-list celebrities. <laughs> fucking all the Playboy girls. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding oh but we'll, if we it's like a hundred the image the image went from that to like our basement with like a couple of our friends maybe some like f-list celebrity yeah. and you're like ah, oh. yeah exactly <laughs> biscuits for biscuits everyone for the whole team no 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 if no. we get to 100 episodes that's like realistically if we do 25 a year we might up it and do more like weekly so even then it's a couple years out to get to 100 so if we get to 100 episodes i'd be super stoked you know we'll uh we'll go from there we'll see it'll be it'll be huge it'll be huge <laughs> huge tremendous the biggest thing you've ever seen <laughs> on that note uh if you've made it this far thank you so much for listening as always <laughs> if you've made it this far we're sorry we're, yeah no no apologies <laughs> for that like five minutes of rant yeah we like to rant and you know how it is if you've listened to our episodes you you know us by now so on that note i think we should uh sign it off give it the old toodaloo good night good morning whatever it is for you tweet Ooh, tweet rhymed ding 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 all right thanks folks signing off all right good night hey thanks again for listening to the show we encourage you to head on over to our website over at www.thehearstbrothers.com to check out the biscuit leaderboard and more information on the artists from this episode also check us out on spotify for the Hearst brothers new music review playlist where you can listen to all the full songs that we've reviewed. As a band, our mission is to raise money for Fighting Blindness Canada, as our youngest brother Jake lives with a disease called retinitis pigmentosa. We host annual fundraiser concerts, which you can watch on our website. And we've been releasing our own original music since the beginning of the year, 2020, to raise funds that are deeply needed for vision research. We've got a lot of new music on the way, so be sure to follow us on Spotify for all of our upcoming releases. And once again, thanks for listening. <laughs>